And welcome into Fantasy Baseball Camp. We are here. We are here to talk about fantasy baseball. I got myself, Michael, BNB underscore Burns. I've got BNB underscore Lombard and BNB underscore Wes here tonight. Tommy, how are you and your mustache doing tonight? We're doing good. We're growing along We're just doing fine. Good. <laughs> Did you keep it at that at that at that length? Did you trim it or are you just letting the no, I trim it. it. It stays this length all the time. I don't like the long curly. Like when it gets over my lip, that's too much. I don't like to taste it. So whenever Flavor. it starts tickling the lip, it's a little too much. Yeah, I don't need any flavor savers. I eat all my food. Which lip? <laughs> Which lip are you talking about, Wes? <laughs> exactly. How, how you doing tonight, Wes? <laughs> Man, I'm doing great. I can't quite grow the same type of mustache as Tommy can, so no, no I gotta flavor go. saver for me. <laughs> Uh, you should pull the eyeliner off though it's beautiful man i know man i know i gotta get the if you're not watching on youtube you guys are missing out <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i've got pink eye tonight you know, uh, <laughs> i'm on antibiotics for my eye it looks better already on day two um but that's not affecting my uh fantasy baseball decisions here as um I'm on a I think a three week win streak going to the, into this week. Not a great start to it as I had James Paxton go off uh, for me for the Red Sox, uh, give up a grand slam to <laughs> Belly, who seems like he's back a little bit, but uh that's that that's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about guys who are available on the waiver that can be added to help your team out. So today we're going to go over some waiver wire and then we'll probably get into some start set cut. Uh, last time we did start set cut, we had a really good one that uh, me and Wes really uh, fought over a little bit. That was Schwarber, Green, and Duran. And maybe we'll have to see what, uh, if we get back into outfield, we'll see if uh, Tommy can join us for that. That was, that was good. That was great content. That was great fun. So let's jump right into the waiver. So I got a little silence on that end over there, but uh, Tommy. I was uh, sorry. I was I was really just re reading my notes. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. So, Sir Thomas, um, I'm sorry, Thomas. Um, why why don't you help us out and give us someone who you think could help us out this week? Yeah. So my pick for this week, yeah. or one of my picks for this week is C.J. Abrams, the shortstop out of the Washington Nationals. I'm making this pick not saying that he's good. I'm making this pick thinking that if you're in a categories league or roto league and he's not picked up, it's someone you should think about adding. I don't think he holds value in a points league. Um, and the, really, the, the deals have become less value this year more than anything, but they're still 20, 20% of your categories, your offensive categories in a, in a categories league. Um, he's leading off now for the Washington Nationals. In the last five games, he has seven stolen bases, and in the month of July, he's slashing 371, 421, 486. That's pretty good. Keep in mind, he's still in his 20s. He's like 20, 21 years old. He was a top prospect at one point with the, the Padres before he got moved to the Nationals in the Juan Soto trade. He's lightning fast. Um, Highly regarded in San Diego. Highly regarded. Yeah, I mean, he was the next guy, next shortstop for the Padres for a long time. Um, and maybe this is him breaking out. And so if you're in a, in a roto league or categories league, I think he's he's still valuable. If he's in a points league, maybe look at him, put him on your uh, scout team, see, see if he's turning it on. 
I don't think the value's there for him, but um, CJ Abrams is someone. No, I do not. What CJ Abrams is owned? No, I don't. I don't have pulled up, but I don't know. I mean, if you look at the Statcast page, it's it's not good. Good. It's a lot of blue, other than sprint speed. So I don't. I don't think long term he's going to be the guy unless he develops more. But uh, I'd rather let's hot. He's been good good for now and can give you some steals. Uh, he's forty six percent owned in CBS. Yeah, week twelve he scored twenty five mm-hmm. and a half. Yeah, and week fourteen twenty seven. Man, like he he's been hot right lately. And that's what fantasy yeah, baseball is all about. If you're if you need if you're riding waiver guys that you don't have a, a stud at every position, this is what it's all about. Second and second base and shortstop, you can always find a guy who's scoring points like that. You know, somebody can. Yeah. The, <laughs> the guy I'm thinking about comparing him to, let me pull him up. He's twenty seven percent on Zach Nato of the Angels. Um it looks like Nito was either hurt or set da- sent down. Oh, he was injured. Oblique. Why he was out for weeks 12, 13, and 14. And he's back for 15. Um, whose outlook do you see better, Nato or Abrams for the rest of the season? I like Nato's power, personally. Um, I think Abrams probably does is a more well-rounded toolsy player um and as much trash as we've talked about the angels recently um i think they're in a better lineup than the nats the nats are i mean their their lineup changed within the last month like i want to say like four of their positions are different and as the Angels tied it up with Mustaka's home run, they give it right away. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable, man. The Angels are going to Angels. Get Utani and Mike Trout out of there, please. Wow. I, I think um, um, I, I think C.J. Abrams, I, if you believe it, this is the, the start of his breakout and figuring it out, and he'll have more value through the year. I think Neto would be fine player i don't ever see him being becoming a superstar i think cj adams has that potential to be a superstar one day not like soto watani bets type of superstar but like you know somebody whose name carries weight maybe not in the fantasy world but in the regular world too i think nato just climbed so fast he was drafted last year started doubling here he is in the major leagues um i don't know that you really had time to see what he could do in double a um Dude, he was so in, fast. They put him in high A last year. He got 31 plate appearances and hit 200, and they moved him to double A. They said that's and enough. Hit, and then he hit 320 at double A. So, but I mean, look, I mean, let's be honest. He hit 444 this year in double in A, and then they just, he made the jump straight to the MLB. And yeah, so the one thing I'll say about NATO, too, sorry to cut you off, is. If he was striking out at like a 28 or 30% rate with his power, I would be concerned and I would absolutely resoundingly go Abrams. But he's only striking out at 18% and he's got pretty good pop for uh, for a shortstop. So I'm really, I really like that profile. A guy that does not strike out that much but has some power. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for that. Let's uh, start set cut real quick right here. Um, Abrams... Hong Hyung Song Kim or NATO? 
uh, Hassan Kim, I'm starting him. He's been he's been really good recently. Yeah. Uh, he's the probably... most owned of the league. Start. I'd sit. Uh, Abrams said I'd cut Neto. I know. I know West probably gonna differ from me on that one. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll differ from you on that. But I'm gonna also make the designation of like dynasty versus redraft. If it's a redraft league, I'm absolutely going Hong Song Kim start. Uh, sit. I'm probably sitting Neto and cutting Abrams. If it's a dynasty league, man, I'm. I might start Neto, sit Abrams, and cut Kim. Oh yeah, that definitely changes things. Um, I mean, Kim, Kim really only had week twelve where he scored thirty-five points. The rest of the year, he was an average fantasy player: seventeen, sixteen, eighteen, ten. He was just more recently, and that was just a kind of a high week, and then he's kind of tailed off into the all-star break. Uh, but Manny Machado is getting hot. Could the Padres? He's still leading off with the Padres. Yeah, the Padres, the Padres aren't a good team. Well, that's true. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> they just got big names, team, though, man. Yeah. They should be big. It should be a good team. It should be the best team. I mean, the names they have. Yeah. yeah. So much hype in the preseason about them and their lineup, and uh, disappointment. Yeah, for sure. So. All right, uh, Wes. So that was C.J. Abrams, uh, great pick, Tommy. Uh, guy, you got to ride him while it's hot. And Abrams is, like Tommy said, three seventy one, four twenty one, forty six in July so far, and stealing bases, um, getting you points in all the categories. Um, so Wes, uh, what you got for us? Yeah. So the guy I'm gonna go with is is Matt Manning with the Tigers. So his last outing, he went six and two thirds, struck out five. Um, I think he scored 27 points and man, you know, we, we talked about it on one of the last episodes where the central is just wide open, man. Like anybody could get hot in the central and, and win. and Riley green's coming back for them. They got a guy, you know, coming up in Colt Keith that the Tigers might make a run here. Um, and I'm, I'm picking up Matt Manning for a couple of reasons. He had a great last start and he's also going to be, it looks like a two start uh, pitcher. So if you're one of those teams or leagues that does the short week and then the long week after, and you separate those after the all-star break, I would pick up Matt Manning because he's going to be a two start pitcher in the long week after the all-star break um he's going to start on monday against the royals and i think his next start is against the padres as we're talking about that just hasn't been the same the lineup that we expected it to be outside of Juan soto um so yeah i'm really interested in matt manning uh, at least for streaming him in the next week matt manning was the tigers third overall prospect as of 2021 had great strikeout stuff in the minors um, that, you know, his prospect profile said he had potential to be a number two, um, great in the minor leagues. And when he first made his, his MLB debut, he just kind of, it, he couldn't piece it all together. Um, yeah, he's got the stuff. And the Tigers were a much worse team then than they are now. Right. Well, so that, he can just the, remember when it was like Matt Manning, Treeks, Google, Casey Mize, like that was the next big three. Yeah. Maybe there's more name I'm forgetting, but. Matt Manning was, was part of the. Was Matthew Boyd part of that? I don't. I don't. Mize I, and I Manning were the one-two yeah. coming up. 
because I, I remember you. I remember you picked up Mize, and so I was like, "Oh, yeah. well, I got the next Xbox guy, Manning." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out neither of them worked out. Yeah, Casey Mize, I think, is out with Tommy John this year till September. He is. Yeah. How about that? Well, how I mean, about that pickup? If if the Tigers did run away towards taking the AL Central and they get Mize back in September. Hey, man, that could be. The Tigers could be the surprise team of this year where they make the playoffs and then you see them kind of take off next year. Yeah, because, I mean, the guy no. I was going to mention is Tariq Skubal. Guy just came back from injury, first two pitches of the year, and the guy is, is a high strikeout kind of guy. And two games started, he's only went eight innings total. But he's got 11 Ks and only two walks and only two hits in that eight, those eight innings. Um, he was a high-regarded guy. Well, he was an Auburn guy. Casey Myers was the Auburn guy. Yeah, yeah. Casey Myers was the Auburn guy. And um, yeah. Scooball last year, he had a run where he had what like the first five or six weeks where he was like the, the top five pitcher in fantasy. Um, I had him last year, and I ended up dropping him. He uh, he after he got hurt, but man, he was he has the potential to be really good if he can be consistent. He's on a pitch count right now because if you look at the two games he pitched, the first game he came back was against Oakland. Four innings, 57 pitches, zero hits. The guy came out uh, uh, with no hits. And then his second outing against Toronto, only 63 pitches, two hits in four innings. Um, so the, the the guy's looking good if on short term right now. If he can stretch that out to 80, 90 pitches and get past the six in and get you a quality start. This guy's going to get high strikeouts. He's, let's see, what is he owned? He's 83% owned, so the, the word is out um, that the guy is an asset. But if he's available in your league and you need starting pitching, this guy's going to get the strikeouts for you. And uh, maybe this is just what the Tigers need. You know, it's like Roger Clemens when he came back, went in June, his final year's. Uh, coming back in June, so there's no innings limit on the guy. He can't go the full season. Right. He can just give it all he can for the second half. Give it half. all for and maybe that's what, sprint. Yeah, that's what maybe this is going to happen with Tariq here. Um, I really like what the, I like. The, I'm not saying I love the Tigers, but for an AL Central team, no. But I mean, I'm I'm buying low on the Tigers right now, man, because the Central is that much of a disaster. Um, Nobody wants to take that division. Like nobody wants to take charge of that division. And uh, I like Minnesota's rotation. Their offense is eh. I like Cleveland's rotation, but their offense is like 29th in the MLB. Um, I mean, I hate to say it, but the Tigers actually statistically have a better offense than both teams. So I, yeah. I think I've got so much recency bias. I just uh, I will never believe the Tigers will be good until I see it. <laughs> that's what happens though. That's that's the, the yeah. team has to also come out of nowhere. So oh, like it. the Reds, the Reds like are the bad Royals for did last year. Royals did it last year. Reds are doing it this year. Like maybe yeah. they'll 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 be a detriment to my fantasy team, but I just have zero desire to pick up most Detroit players. How about Mets players? How about uh, Jose Quintana? He's set to make his debut this week. What do you think interest. about Jose Quintana? Debut? The guy had a great year last year. Nah. The guy had a decent year last year. 2.93 ERA last year as a member of the St. Louis Cardinals in 32 starts. 2.93. He, he was the good. The Cardinals were a good team last year, though. 
I, I just I, Quintana was good on his own. I think his FIP was pretty good too. Can't he do had it. 165 innings, 137 strikeouts to 47 walks. His WHIP was 1.2. And now here he comes. Maybe the same thing as Tariq making his debut, and he can sprint instead of. I mean, this guy was you know back in 2014, 15, 16 was like every year a dark horse Cy Young candidate. And could never and could never put it together. And I feel like he's been, I say I say he's been injured, but he's made this guy has made thirty two starts every year, at least thirty two since two thousand thirteen, um, till two thousand nineteen with the White Sox. Twenty twenty, he made four. He made four appearances. Twenty twenty one, he was hurt and he was out of the bullpen. And then last year, thirty two. This guy, I mean, just look at his stat page here, and it's 32, 32, 32, 32. It's pretty amazing. Um, he's only 34 years old. Really? He feels so much older than that. Yeah, he does. He feels like he's 36, 37. No, he's not up there with his other other high, higher-paid brethren, uh, Max Serger and Justin Verlander. He's only 34, 10 years of experience. Um, wow. Any, you guys don't want anything to do crazy. with this guy? Nah, I I would have to see him throw, you know, two or three good starts before his first his debut is against the White Sox. And honestly, uh, I would uh, I would like to see what his velocity's at. Um, not because he's going to be a ninety five, ninety six guy, but if he's at you know eighty seven, eighty eight, I probably have. Regardless of how good he pitches, like I don't know that I could believe that he could get guys out. You know, it may burns you just made me think about something. Do I have interest in Jose Quintana? No. But do I probably have someone in my roster worth dropping to speculative pick up Jose Quintana? Maybe. I'm just trying to think of some of my, my, my teams. Like, yeah, I could probably drop that guy to see if Quintana is any good because my other guy's droppable too. So Quintana didn't maybe. even have an arm injury. It was rib. It, the, the note says rib injury. I don't know what yeah. his injury was. Go ahead and give him, so, give him a spec ad if you got someone bad to drop. That would be my, it's too my bad two cents he's not on RP it. eligible. But yeah, I mean, if if you're looking at who who else is on the waiver wire compare in comparative, yeah, like you're saying, Tommy, he's got the probably the most potential out of anybody else on the waiver wire of starting pitching. He's going to a, a not a terrible team, but not a good team either. A team that could take off here in the second half if they if they try. They've got they've got the pieces to do it, but um, they do. Yeah. So all right. So Quintana. I just I also mentioned Scooball. Um, let's start sit cut here. Jose Quintana, Tariq Scooball, Alec Manova. Start sit cut. Oh. Well, if, you, if you'd asked me this a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <Ugh. laughs> Quintana I, I th- is 17% owned. Scooball is 83% owned and Manoa is 91. So it's a little they're not close. Usually we try to do more close together guys, but these are guys who are either, you know, all coming back to the majors right now. So so given Quintana's been out, he hasn't proven anything, he's come back from an injury. I don't I don't see any reason to hold on to him. I would cut him. Yeah. Um we, we barely found a reason to add him. I'm I'm not going to hold him over some guys I want to. So definitely cutting him. Given Alec Manoa's history, begrudgingly, I will start him. 
but I'm not happy about it. Uh, he, I mean, he's a, when I say history, I mean recent history because he's a Cy Young candidate at one point. But and he had a good start last time out, so I guess I'm starting him, and I'll sit Scoobal because I want him on my roster. Wes, you got anything different than what Tommy's saying? God, it hurts to say this, but yeah, I think I agree <laughs> with Tommy. <laughs> you hear that, folks? He's starting Alec Manoa. Uh, Clearly, we're happy about it. I mean, was uh, that a fair comparison? Or, or I mean, I thought no, Scooball was, was right it, there. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly starting Manoa. Yeah, I used that same word. It was a great context. I thought uh. All right, let's, let's move Manoa closer then. Since he was the start, let's move him closer to guys more owned like him and see if this changes. So Manoa, Taiwan Walker, and Braxton Garrett start, sit, cut. That well, starts pretty easy. And then I'm starting Braxton Garrett. Yeah, He's been fantastic. Okay, so both of you said Braxton. How about Taiwan, Taiwan and Manoa? Who's sitting and who are you cutting? I'll, I'll sit Manoa and I'll cut Walker. Walker's been fine. Um, it's just a really good group. Uh, Walker just has the lowest ceiling. I don't trust Walker. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I got to sit Manoa there and cut Walker. I if you're wa- if you're watching on YouTube, you see how much this is bothering Wesley. This is painful, man. <laughs> this is. <laughs> uh, I can't. I, it it really pains me to buy into Manoa as bad as he was to start the year, but if you make me choose between those three players, like I, I gotta sit. I, I'll sit him and then cut Walker because I don't trust Walker whatsoever. I mean, like I I know that Manoa might be just as inept to give up eight runs as Walker, but he also has the potential to go out and be a Cy Young candidate second half of the year. I mean, not that he's going to end the year as a Cy Young candidate, but he's going to, he has the potential of having a great second half. Whereas I have zero faith that Taiwan Walker is going to be a top five. It's a a ceiling versus floor thing for me. They both had the same floor. They could both suck, but one of them tops out at a top 75 pitcher. The next one tops out at a top 20 pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, from, I think Manoa, if, if someone dropped him and you picked him up, he could be the the best pickup for your second half. Uh, We're gonna get known as the Alec Manoa Lover Podcast. We can't, <laughs> <that's not gonna laughs> All right, Tommy. Uh, then let's let's move on from Alec Manoa. Give us uh, somebody else to talk about. Yeah, just real quick. I found something interesting. I didn't I didn't know. I was run through Statcast looking at some different players before I talk about my waiver ad. Uh, Ramza Cunha, is, according to Statcast, is a very bad defender. He's eleventh percentile outs above average. I didn't realize that. His stat cast page is all red, like as bright red as it gets. And then you look at his outfield jump and his outfield outs above average. Yeah, how are you cast. supposed to run with all that weight on his chest? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. I don't ever get to watch Braves games because they're blacked out for us. Well, so he's so highlights. good offensively, you have no idea how bad he is defensively. Yeah, I don't care what he's doing defensively when he's got 40 home runs and 80 steals at the end of the yeah, year. Tell, tell Manny Ramirez he was a bad defender. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Anyways, that wasn't my pick. I just found that interesting. Um, my pick is... Hey, Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna, if he's available in your league, pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, one, he's 100% owned, but... I would sell door, high. He's a terrible league. defender. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go with the outfielder, though. I'm going to go with Jaron Duran. I think you was talking about before, but he just keeps doing it. He's uh, he's leading off for the Red Sox pretty consistently now. He, he sometimes platoons with Duvall, but for the most part, he's leading off every game. He's an absolute doubles machine. He got called up 
about a month late and he's four out of the the league lead for doubles that tells you his pace he's lightning fast he's very aggressive um, and his speed is, is affecting the game. I mean, you can see many players have replaced the single, and he just beats it out to a double for no reason because he's stupid fast. In July, his slash line is incredible. 516, 545, 968 slug. Let me say that again. Not his OPS, his slug, slug 968. Right. He was, his batting average is like five 600 right now. Yeah, or yeah. Was. he was a top 100 prospect a couple of years ago before he slugged, slumped a couple of years through Boston. I mean, this may be his, maybe his breakout. Did he come up with Boston or did they trade for him? Oh, he came up with Boston. He, he was always up, a prospect. Yeah. I think that, it was, was, that was Jeter that came over with Mookie. Jeter Downs, yeah. yeah. Jeter I Downs. think he was almost a top 30 in all of baseball at one point. He was really up there. He was, because yeah, he, Jeter, he Jeter, you know, was pretty good. And then the Red Sox just destroyed him. No, you're talking yeah. about Duran. Yeah, no, but I mean, because he, he's super fast. He's swollen, so you think power, and he was touted for having some power. Um, it's not really there. He's a lot of doubles. It's not really hitting the home runs. You thought he could, but he doesn't have to hit the home runs it's when he's just getting on base and, and his made doubles as he is, especially with the counting stats leading off. So uh, I think he's probably up to like 70% owned right now. So he's not available super widely in the league, but definitely so someone I've, I've brought on my team. Let me give you the instance that me and Wesley had a few days ago. Um, I'm actually really interested to see Tommy's take on this. Start, sit, cut. Kyle Schwarber, Riley Green, and before you got to look at, you need to look at the pages, and Jaron Duran. And maybe I give no, you I some don't. time to look at that if you need to. Uh, so Kyle Schwarber, Jaron Duran, Riley Green, Man. start, sit, cut. Go look at the trends page of those guys's guys's right. guys. Come back to me. Go to the next. Go to the next. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. I, I want you because we we had talked about Riley Green. Um, yeah, on the last pod and Jaren and Jared Duran. I'll jump in there Duran? on the on the next ad and let you kind of look that up. Yeah. Um So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Luke Rayleigh with <sighs> Tampa Bay Rays. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Rays weren't the Rays, and you know they would uh, operate like most MLB teams and let. Luke Rayleigh just play, then you know I, I I would say he's probably a must have, if not a must start. But um, he's on the left handed side of a platoon. Um, he, for the time he's been in the MLB with the Rays, he's only sat against a righty three times, and so his next seven games are against all righties, and it's Kansas City the first three games, and. Let's see who else. And I think he's got San Diego after that. Is that right? And look, they're all righties. So it's – you're expecting him to start. He sat today against a lefty in the, or against a righty, which is the third time all season. And he's hitting 277. He's hit 13 home runs. And look, the guy can hit. He's only owned in 58% of leagues. And in weeks where he has faced – all righties like he's going to this week he scored 23 and a half 35 21 and 34 in week 13 he's still so, slugging 500 against righties in his 20 at bats i think luke rayleigh could be among the top five in home runs if they would just oh, yeah. let the guy play every day yeah let him adjust 100 who, who's he platooning with at first base do you know 
they're transitioning. Isaac Perez is playing some. Yanny Diaz is playing some, and then he'll play some, and then he plays. He'll play right field. Jose Siri will play center. They'll put Manuel Manny Margot in center, and like they they just rotate people. And Josh Lowe has played a lot, like in in right field. Like they just rotate people, man. I don't know. And you know, I know our last episode was on you know trades. Luke Rayleigh is a guy like if Tampa if he gets traded and Tampa Bay like gets a pitcher in return and and Rayleigh goes to a team where he's starting every day at first base, dude, he's he's an absolute he's a, must. He's add. an ad. Yeah, yeah, he's an absolute must add for me. Like if he played every day, he could be a top five first baseman with his performance, but he just doesn't play every day. Yeah. I, uh, I owned Rayleigh at one point this year and gave up after I must've started him on a week against a bunch of lefties. Um, I mean, in 20 at bats, he has two home runs against lefties. So I, I wish the Rays would stop raying. Um, let the guy hit. I went from Luke Rayleigh to Joey Votto instead. That's yeah. who I dropped uh, Rayleigh for. And like, look, I could see them putting Yandy at third base, Luke Rayleigh at first, and Josh Lowe in right field, and just let that be the lineup. Look, Isaac Paredes is great. Let him DH, you know? And then, you know, Jose Siri goes to center field, and, like, let that just be the lineup. Like, I don't know, man. I just I love Luke Rayleigh. I think he's he's got a great swing and he produces a lot of power. He gets to his power consistently, um, and I think that's the thing I like about it. Send him to the Giants. Um, you've got Kyle Manzardo oh, and another first base prospect. Send send him to the Giants. Or I mean, I don't know. We've talked. Maybe I'm just becoming an Orioles fan. I don't know. Could you, <laughs> Im- could you imagine if like a left-handed hitting Luke Rayleigh was in Camden Yards? Because Mountcastle's not really working out. Nah, man. He had, he started the year hot, but like uh, he's he's droppable right now. He's droppable yeah. right now. And it's... it might be good for Mountcastle to go to a different place to hit because a right-handed hitter in Camden Yards is a tough place to hit. Yeah. Why do they do that? Wes, well, it's funny. We're both getting right, talking about these players all the time and and really digging in on. We're, we've taken on new fandoms. You with the Orioles, me with I the know. Reds. I know. I love the Orioles, man. Like they're the team I go and watch every day. I wanted them to trade. Up. I wanted the Orioles to trade for Carlos, or not trade for, sign Carlos Correa at the time. Yeah, when he was Burns available. Is just grumpy because the Cubs suck, so he's not taking on new fan bases. <laughs> I'm with the Orioles. I'm with the Orioles. I like the Orioles. I'm watching them. They're far enough away, and they're in front of the Red Sox. Could keep the Red Sox out of the playoffs. So that's fantastic. Could very easily keep the Red Sox out of the playoffs. Gonna, go ahead. I got a bone to pick with CBS. They're not. They're not posting who jesus lozardo starts right now and i'm upset about it all right tommy starts it cut green you ready green duran schwarber yep um that's tough <laughs> that's very tough so I, I think at the end of the day i'm gonna cut riley green okay i know he's a top prospect i know he was injured for some time I just don't see enough in there right now for me to, to roster him over Jaron Duran or Kyle Schwarber. So that was that was probably the easier of the two. With that being said. All right, um, hold on, hold on. So um, Wes cut Schwarber yep. and I cut Green. Yep. So I go back and forth. I don't even know what the right answer is right now. The track record on Jaron Duran is not very long. He could, he could perform for another week or two. 
and then be, yeah. be done. I mean, that's that's, that's but very. But he's so hot right now; it's hard. Yeah, to but that's a plausible outcome. Kyle Schwarber has a long track record, but we know what he is. He could hit forty home runs every single season, and and that's what he does. With all that being said, um, I will sit Kyle Schwarber simply because of the fact he's so volatile. <laughs> if, he's, if he's if he's not hitting a home run, he's not giving you anything. He's literally hurting you if he's not giving you home runs. Jaron Duran now is probably more a lower ceiling as far as points per week. But he has a higher potential to be more average across the board. Did you look at Schwarber's trends? His ceiling, his floor, or you said ceiling, is higher than Schwarber's. What did you just say? Did you say I ceiling said Schwarber's floor? ceiling is higher than Duran on a week-to-week basis. Okay. Ceiling. But I think, Schwarber I think, could also give you a negative week, where Duran's minimum is going to give you 15. See, if you look at Schwarber's trends, his floor is 20 points until week 14. Uh, From week 7 to week 11, I'm the lowest he scored was... That's June, though. Like, that's just Kyle Schwarber's normal June. That was the whole Phillies lineup, though, too. I know. So what? He's you still don't hitting below the Mendoza line. No, he had a seven, a twelve, a thirteen, an eleven. To start yeah, the year, three of yeah, yeah, three of his last one, four two, weeks, three, he's gone four, two points, five, six. twenty-seven, two and a half, and four. That's what I'm saying. He can hurt you just as much as he helps you. Jaron Duran isn't gonna put up forty points weeks, but he's yeah, so not I, I started two. Schwarber. And sat Duran and cut Green. And Wes, you started Duran, sat Green. I started Duran, sat Green, cut Schwarber. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fine with that, Wes. I don't agree with yours, Burns, but Wes is is fine. <laughs> you're, you're playing the. I it was it was it was a it was a great we uh we scratched our heads. We had a pretty good debate about it. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. the logic behind it. We know what Schwarber is. He's too volatile for you to start every day. Riley Green, you, you believe he's is a prospect. He's not volatile. He gets, puts up 20 points a week. Yeah. He Am did I... it for a month. That was it. That was it. He did it for what one month. What has Duran done? Consistently. He's on fire right now. Right now. Right, 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 now right now. But what has he I'm done in the past? I'm starting him three weeks from now. I don't care what he does three weeks from now. I'm starting him next week. So he so he wasn't up for the first month. And then he went down. He missed. He came back and forth a little bit. He got bounced back and forth. And other than that, he's between ten and twenty points every week. Schwarber scored twenty-seven and a half last week. And then, and what then did he do the week, tell me what he did the week before and the week after. Two. Tell me. And then the week yeah, after that, four. thirty-one. And then the week after that was two and a half. Two. Give, give me. We say Don't it all give, the time. Give me the guy who's going to score twenty points over the guy who's going to give forty-one week and zero the next. Yeah. Because exactly. when we first brought it up, when we first brought it up, I was like, we were like, oh, Schwarber's easy cut because he's batting 180. But then you pulled up his trench, like, holy crap, this dude's still scoring points somehow after even batting 186. Yeah, and it's because he'll get hot and hit like six home runs in a week. <laughs> six home runs in a week. But yeah, um, I went with, I, I. so anyways, yeah, I went Schwarber just... I felt there was consistency, and you know, you knew a floor until that two point week. But, you know yeah. what you're getting with Schwarber more than the other two guys. That is like I will agree with that. And you're committing to the fact that hey, I'm gonna be homer reliant with Kyle Schwarber. But you know, my point for Riley Green, at least 
sitting him was that his last four weeks before he got hurt were like 18 to 25 point weeks, all four of them in a row. And he was really starting to kind of show you what he could be. And then he got hurt, which sucks. And then Jerry Graham was just hitting 600. So I had to start him. (laughs) Wes, there's no, there's no flaws with your logic. That was a good one. I I don't (laughs) think there's a wrong answer except for Burns. Burns is the wrong answer. Yeah. So far, that's probably (laughs) been the best start sit cut all we've had all year. We 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 agreed on the on because Wes Wes cut Schwarber. We were we were all different. Yeah, we were all different. Yeah. None of us agreed on Sarsic cut. We were all different. Yeah. Can I give my honorable mention waiver wire? Yeah. This no. is hit hit us with it. This is somebody <laughs> you can't pick up and start right now because he's on the minors. But Grayson Rodriguez, he came up. He's horrible. Another um, Oriole. Let's go. Yeah, another Oriole. <laughs> <laughs> he came up. He was he was bad. He, he went horrible. He was bad with the Orioles. I sent it back down. And since he got sent back, sent back down in seven starts, I think. Yeah, seven starts. A 169 ERA, 54 strikeouts, and 37 innings. Only giving up three home runs. So exactly what you want him to do. He figured something out. He's working on it. Um, I think he's going to be called up anytime now. The Orioles pushing for a playoff spot. They need him pitching that high level. So I think Grayson Rodriguez is someone, if you have the luxury to stash, I would do that because I think he's going to figure it out, be back up uh, for the long haul of the Orioles. And and, Gre- and Wes is going to go sleep happy tonight. Absolutely. They need him for the playoff push. They need Grayson Rodriguez of AAA. Yeah. and I, They need I trade think, for somebody too. Yeah, I think they sure also need to trade with somebody. Like I love Tyler Wells. I think Dean Kramer's probably out. Uh, I love Kramer, you know, but... Dean Kramer I came over to the Machado trade. Yeah. Do you know that? In 2018. I like Grayson Rodriguez when he comes back up, like they need him to be that guy to take the reins and be the front end guy that they expect him to be. Um, if that doesn't happen, I don't think the Orioles make a run in the playoffs. But there's, I, I mean, there's a chance where he does come up. He has a great second half and he becomes, you know, their front end starter by the time they get to the playoffs and he's their number yeah. one guy. Each team needs that starter that is an elimination starter, elimination game starter, and the Orioles don't have that guy. No, they don't. That's they don't. Do they get John Means back this year or is that next year? This year. Don't know when though. Yeah, it'd be late. Yeah, I was actually talking to a buddy about that. You know what to expect about uh, when John Means comes back. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I'm not really sure. I don't have a high expectation John Means could be easily be a four and a half ERA guy when he comes back. I think I think John Means has a pretty sick mustache if I remember correctly. <laughs> you remember that. <laughs> Tommy's like, I'm I'm buying John Means, baby. Hold Every on. Guy, that, does, does that guy have a mustache? I'm adding him. Every guy that has a mustache in the MLB uh, we're buying Spencer Strider, Tommy Lombard, John <laughs> Means. Strider. I need Otani to grow a mustache. He'd make a great Yankee right now. Clean shave like a baby. Who else has a mustache? There's one other guy that has a has a mustache. Andrew Chafin. Mm, Chafin he's does. He's got the handlebar mustache though. He's a, he's a, more of a man than a serious, I am. Serious. That's a serious mustache. <laughs> Anyways, didn't mean to divert the conversation. No. So that was a that was a, a that, that's a good closing remark there as we're getting here about the forty minute mark. Appreciate everybody still listening at this point. Um, I think we're putting out some. I, I know we revisited that same start set cut, but it's it was a good one. 
it, it, it still brought more conversation. Um, we went over uh, C.J. Abrams, Jaron Duran, Grayson Rodriguez, Tariq Skubal, Matt Manning, Jose Quintana, and Luke Rayleigh as potential ads to your lineup if you have a hole where you need that guy in that certain position. Um, if you have if you have a dilemma, reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. We'll help you decide uh, whether you should add this guy or drop this guy. Um, Wes, what's going on, man? <laughs> Otani hit it. Otani just hit another home run. Oh, I'm, I'm dude. If they don't, if you. they don't trade him, like he hit, he hit it out the left center. If they don't trade him, like they're it, they're losing out. I don't know. That's that's his first hit. He was almost zero for four. He's one for five. Uh, and. <laughs> they scored that's, nine. That's, that's their that's their Angels' tenth run. That's Otani's first hit. I mean, that guy's terrible. Just caught him. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. So yeah, re- reach out to us if you need uh if you need help trying to decide if this guys that we are mentioning are worth adding in your slot. If if you need help deciding between two players. But otherwise, this has been episode 35 of Fantasy Baseball Camp. I'm Michael. That's Tommy. That's Sir Wesley. And we'll catch you guys in the next one.